Hi there, my Israelite family. Welcome to Brother Hebert Presents. This is part six of Burn in the Furnace of Fire. This paper is found in the studies menu at www.thinkoutsidethebeast.com. Click the drop-down arrow to open the menu. In part five, we saw Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego thrown into the fiery furnace of fire because they would not bow down and worship Nebuchadnezzar's golden image and they were not touched by the flames because they had the right belief. This example, as well as the example in part one with Abram in the fiery furnace of Nimrod, shows that when Yahshua returns in flaming fire, if we have the right belief and trust in him, we will make it through it. We saw in Hosea that ungodly rulers lead nations into ungodliness and will be consumed by fire. In Joel, we saw that Yahweh punishes his people with invading armies that destroyed the sinners. In Amos, we saw Yahweh divide the people with a plumb line for their transgressions, which indicated who was going to survive the invasion, go into captivity, or die. He called for a trial by fire. In Obadiah, because of their enmity against the children of Israel, we saw Yahweh promising that the Edomite Jewish sons of Esau were going to be consumed as stubble and none remain. In Micah, we see poetic language of Yahweh's judgment to the wrath which came upon the house of Israel by the Assyrians. In Nahum, we saw more of Yahweh's anger and fury against Israel for their idolatry and race mixing. In Zephaniah, we saw the great day of Yahweh, which was judgment upon Judah by the Babylonians who destroyed the city, temple, and houses by fire. In Zechariah, we learn that two out of three of our people will not make it, but the third part, which is the remnant, will be refined through the fire. In Malachi, we see that the day comes that shall burn as an oven, and all that do wickedly shall be stubble. We learned in Matthew that Yeshua will baptize us with the Holy Spirit and with fire, that murderers shall be in danger of the judgment, but calling our own kinsmen fools for no reason will put us in danger of hellfire. We saw Yeshua Christ himself explain what will happen at the end of the age when he returns. He stated twice what will happen. The churches just don't believe him when he said the tares were the Jews, because they are the children of the wicked one, and that they will be bundled and burned first, and the wheat remains and will shine forth in the kingdom of the reign of Yahweh. Christ stated twice that the end of the world will be a furnace of fire. We also saw that in the word covenant is the word oven. We continue in Matthew 24:35. The sky and the land shall pass away, but my words shall not pass away. Psalm 102:26. They shall perish, but you shall endure. Yea, all of them shall wax old like a garment. As a vesture shall you change them, and they shall be changed. We will be changed into our new clothing, our Shekinah glory. 1 Corinthians 15.53 For this corruptible must put on incorruption, and this mortal must put on immortality. Isaiah 51.6 Lift up your eyes to the skies, and look upon the land beneath. For the skies shall vanish away like smoke, and the land shall wax old like a garment, and they that dwell therein shall die in like manner, but my salvation shall be forever, 
and my righteousness shall not be abolished. Continuing in Matthew twenty four thirty six, But of that day and hour knows no man, no, not the angels of heaven, but my Father only. But as the days of Noah were, so shall the coming of the son of Adam be. For as in the days that were before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage, until the day that Noah entered into the ark, and knew not until the flood came and took them all away, so shall also the coming of the son of Adam be. As scripture reveals, and as Christ states, the evil is taken away while the righteous remain. But the churches like to teach everything backwards. The rapture is for the wicked. Yahweh promised he would not destroy the land by water again. He promised it would be by fire. When Yahshua returns, he shall come in his glory with all his set-apart messengers, and he shall sit upon his throne. He will separate the sheep from the goats. The sheep are the Israelites who have knowledge and understanding, and have followed his laws, kept his Sabbaths and feast days, and had fruits of righteousness, meaning good Christian works which showed they had the belief. The goats are those that did not have knowledge and understanding, rejected it, did not follow his laws, profaned his Sabbaths, and neglected his feast days, and did not have fruits of righteousness, because they just believed, just believed. boasted they were saved already, oh, I'm saved. continued eating unclean animals, <laughs> worshipped Jewish Jesus in a pagan temple called a church, and the churches showed that they served Satan and his Jewish children by teaching others to accept Jaime into their hearts, not to offend sinners, and to tolerate evil, because it's not nice to judge others. Matthew 25:41. Then shall he say also unto them on the left hand, Depart from me, you cursed, into everlasting fire, prepared for the devil and his angels. Because when my people were a hungered, you gave them no truth, only pulpit lies. My people were thirsty, and you gave them no living water, only filtered city water. My people were lost, and you took them not in, naked, without knowledge of me, sick and imprisoned for my name's sake, and you visited them not, because you counted them as lost, and as haters, because they served me, and not Jaime. But when you answered me, saying, Lord, when saw we you a hunger, or a thirst, or a stranger, or naked, or sick, or in prison, and did not minister unto you? Then shall I answer you all who call yourselves Christians. Inasmuch as you polluted my people with your church lies, Jewish fables, false doctrines, and lip service, you did not save or help not one of them. In fact, you have led my people into the ditch and have offended me, because my word is not taught in the churches. My people are not trans-Gentiles. They don't cast aside my laws and shun my sacred Sabbaths and feast days. My people don't eat pork. They don't call my father by the title of Baal, the Lord. And they don't worship Jews, because I am not a Jew. Verse 46. And these shall go away into everlasting punishment, but the righteous 
into life eternal. Daniel 12.2 And many of those who sleep in the dust of the earth wake up, some to everlasting life, and some to reproaches, everlasting abhorrence. Romans 2.7 To them who by patient continuance in well-doing seek for glory and honor and immortality, eternal life. Yeshua is not going to allow worshippers of Jewish Jesus into his kingdom. If you die worshipping Jewish Jesus, you will wake up to reproach and abhorrence and be cast into the burning furnace of fire. It matters who and what we believe. Luke 12.41 Then Peter said unto him, Prince, speak you this parable unto us, or even to all? And the prince said, Who then is that faithful and wise steward, whom his master shall make ruler over his household, to give them their portion of meat in due season? Blessed is that servant, whom his master, when he comes, shall find so doing. Of a truth I say unto you, that he will make him ruler over all that he has. But if that servant say in his heart, My master delays his coming, and shall begin to beat the men-servants and maidens, and to eat and drink, and to be drunken, the master of that servant will come in a day when he looks not for him, at an hour when he is not aware, and will cut him in two, and will appoint him his portion with the unbelievers. And that servant, which knew his master's will, and prepared not, neither did according to his will, shall be beaten with many stripes. Having knowledge and not acting on it, we invite far more punishment upon ourselves than those who are ignorant. Even the ignorant are held accountable. Verse 48. But he that knew not, and did commit things worthy of stripes, shall be beaten with few stripes. For unto whosoever much is given, of him shall much be required. And to whom men have committed much, of him they will ask the more. Leviticus 5.17 And if a soul sin, and commit any of these things which are forbidden to be done by the commandments of Yahweh, though he knew it not, yet is he guilty, and shall bear his iniquity. Continuing in Luke 12.49 I am come to send fire on the earth, and what will I, if it be already kindled? Luke 17.26 And as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it also be in the days of the son of Adam. They did eat, they drank, they married wives, they were given in marriage, until the day that Noah entered into the ark, and the flood came and destroyed them all. Likewise also it was in the days of Lot. They did eat, they drank, they bought, they sold, they planted, they built. But the same day that Lot went out of Sodom, it rained fire and brimstone from the sky, and destroyed them all. Even thus shall it be in the day when the son of Adam is revealed. In that day, he which shall be upon the housetop, and his stuff in the house, let him not come down to take it away. 
And he that is in the field, let him likewise not return back. Remember Lot's wife. Whosoever shall seek to save his life shall lose it, and whosoever shall lose his life shall preserve it. I tell you, in that night there shall be two in one bed, the one shall be taken, the other shall be left. Two shall be grinding together, the one shall be taken, and the other left. And they answered and said unto him, Where, prince? And he said unto them, Wheresoever the body is, there will the eagles be gathered together. <coughs> Those being taken are not being raptured. The parable of the wheat and the tares, the parable of the net, the parable of the goats and the sheep, Noah's flood, all these indicate that the wicked are removed from society first, and that they are at that time going to be destroyed. The prayer which Christians are taught to pray by Christ indicates that the good people are left behind, so that things be on earth as they are in heaven. It is in Revelation chapter 21, the city of Elohim, which descends to men, and not men which ascend to God. It is in the promises of the prophets which are also quoted by Paul, the tabernacle of God which comes to dwell with men, and not men who shall ascend to dwell with God. Real Christians want to be left behind. Real Christians will survive the coming fire. John 15.1 I am the true vine, and my father is the husbandman. Symbolic statements of the tree, the Adamic race, made in the image of Yahweh. Verse 2 Every branch in me that bears not fruit, he takes away, and every branch that bears fruit, he purges it, that it may bring forth more fruit. Now you are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. Abide in me, and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, except it abide in the vine, no more can you except you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. He that abides in me, and I in him, the same brings forth much fruit. For without me you can do nothing. A tree does not have many genetics. It is one DNA. Christ is one DNA. His people are the same DNA. Without his DNA, we can do nothing. We are rejected, so don't race mix. Verse 6. If a man abide not in me, he is cast forth as a branch, and is withered. And men gather them, and cast them into the fire, and they are burned. Those who are not of him, and those who are of him that reject him, will be cast into the fire. 1 Corinthians 3.1 And I, brethren, could not speak unto you as unto spiritual, but as unto carnal, even as unto babes in Christ. Meaning speaking to them in terms they can understand. Verse 2 I have fed you with milk, and not with meat. For hitherto you were not able to bear it, neither yet now are you able. 
for you are yet carnal. For whereas there is among you envying, and strife, and divisions, are you not carnal, and walk as men? For while one says, I am of Paul, and another, I am of Apollos, are you not carnal? Who then is Paul, and who is Apollos, but ministers by whom you believed, even as the prince gave to every man? I have planted, Apollos watered, but Elohim gave the increase. So then, neither is he that plants anything, neither he that waters, but Elohim that gives the increase. Now he that plants and he that waters are one, and every man shall receive his own reward according to his own labor. For we are laborers together with Elohim. You are God's husbandry, you are God's building. Paul is telling them to avoid doubtful disputations, arguments that divide. Each disciple has his own style. Each person has particular duties or gifts. When working together, all are of one. Verse 10. According to the favor of Elohim which is given unto me, as a wise master builder, I have laid the foundation, and another builds thereon. But let every man take heed how he builds thereupon. Paul founded the assemblies in Corinth. Verse 11. For other foundations can no man lay than that which is laid, which is Yeshua Christ. Now if any man build upon this foundation gold, silver, precious stones, wood, hay, and stubble, every man's work shall be made manifest, for the day shall declare it, because it shall be revealed by fire, and the fire shall try every man's work of what sort it is. If any man's work abide which he has built thereupon, he shall receive a reward. If any man's work shall be burned, he shall suffer loss, but he himself shall be preserved, although consequently through fire. Anything built without Christ will be consumed. This life, our works and actions, will either stand or fall, depending on our faith or allegiance with Christ. It appears in the last clause of verse 15 that after your works are tried, you are tried through fire. Verse 16. Know you not that you are the temple of Elohim, and that the spirit of Elohim dwells in you? If any man defile the temple of Elohim, him shall Elohim destroy. For the temple of Elohim is set apart, which temple you are. 2 Corinthians 6.16 And what agreement has the temple of Elohim with idols? For you are the temple of the living Elohim, as Elohim has said, I will dwell in them, and walk in them, and I will be their Elohim, and they shall be my people. Our bodies are the temple of Yahweh. If you are not walking in Christ's example, then Yahweh cannot dwell in a corrupted temple. Verse 18. Let no man deceive himself. 
If any man among you seems to be wise in this age, let him become a fool that he may be wise. For the wisdom of this society is folly before Yahweh. Indeed, it is written, He seizes the cunning in their villainy. 1 Corinthians 16.22 If any man love not the Master Yeshua Christ, let him be anathema maranatha. Anathema is a Greek word meaning accursed. Maranatha is a Hebrew word meaning the approaching judgment, the return of our prince. It can mean until he cometh. Mara means to rebel. Natha means tear out, overthrow. Anathema maranatha. He must be accursed, a rebel, or he who is a rebel, to be destroyed. The return of our king will come with flaming fire. Second Thessalonians 1.3 We are bound to thank Elohim always for you, brethren, as it is deserving, because of your allegiance grows exceedingly and the love of every one of you all toward each other abounds, so that we ourselves boast in you in the assemblies of Elohim for your patience and allegiance in all your persecutions and tribulations that you endure, which is a manifest token of the righteous judgment of Elohim, that you may be counted worthy of the kingdom of Elohim for which you also suffer. For indeed, it is righteous with Yahweh to repay those afflicting you with affliction. And to you who are troubled, rest with us, when the Master Yeshua shall be revealed from heaven with his mighty angels, in flaming fire, taking vengeance on them that know not Elohim, and that obey not the gospel of our Master Yeshua Christ. Those that know not Yahweh shall be punished with everlasting destruction from the presence of the Master and from the glory of his power, when he shall come to be honored in his saints and to be admired in all them that believe, because our testimony among you was believed in that day. Revelation 21.8 But the fearful and unbelieving and the abominable and murderers and whoremongers, sorcerers, idolaters, and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burns with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. Doesn't sound much different than the fiery furnace Abram was cast into, or Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in the fiery furnace in Babylon. Yeshua was with them in it, protecting them, and everything else in and near it was burned up. The very presence of Yahshua when he returns will set this world ablaze. 2 Thessalonians 2.7 For the mystery of lawlessness is already operating. He, the man of sin, prevailing only presently until he should be out of the way. And then shall the wicked be revealed whom the prince shall consume with the spirit of his mouth, and shall destroy with the brightness of his coming. Isaiah 11.4 But with righteousness shall he judge the poor, 
and reprove with equity for the meek of the earth. And he shall smite the earth with the rod of his mouth, and with the breath of his lips shall he slay the wicked. Hebrews 12.26 Whose voice then shook the earth, but now he has promised, saying, Yet once more I shall shake not the earth only, but also heaven. And this word, Yet once more, signifies the removing of those things that are shaken, as of things that are made, that those things which cannot be shaken may remain. The things that Yahweh created, or planted, or that are built upon Him, will remain when He returns. Remember, your works are being tried. 1 Corinthians chapter 3 Continuing in Hebrews 12:28, Wherefore, we, taking possession of a kingdom which cannot be moved, let us have favor, whereby we may serve Elohim acceptably with reverence and godly awe. For our Elohim is a consuming fire. Exodus 24:17, And the sight of the glory of Yahweh was like devouring fire on the top of the mount in the eyes of the children of Yisrael. Deuteronomy 4.24 For Yahweh your Elohim is a consuming fire, even a jealous Elohim. Yahweh will not spare the false prophets and teachers and those who follow their pernicious ways. For Yahweh will not spare the angels that sinned. He spared not the old world of the ungodly, and brought in the flood upon it. Second Peter 2.4 For if Elohim spared not the angels that sinned, but cast them down to hell, and delivered them into chains of darkness to be reserved unto judgment, and spared not the old world, but saved Noah the eighth, a preacher of righteousness, bringing in the flood upon the society of the ungodly, and turning the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah into ashes, condemned them with an overthrow, making them an example unto those that after should live ungodly. Yahweh knows how to deliver the godly out of temptations, and to reserve the unjust unto the day of judgment to be punished. The flood was not worldwide as the churches teach. History and archaeology prove this by the records of Egypt, China, and other ancient civilizations being uninterrupted. How could an olive tree survive underwater for a year? The flood happened in that specific region, the Terim Basin, which was a bowl-shaped landscape. A large underground aquifer busted along with the worldwide deluge. Science proves the atmosphere was very dense before the flood, as it did not rain yet. Genesis 2.5, and every plant of the field before it was in the earth, and every herb of the field before it grew. For Yahweh God has not caused it to rain upon the earth, and there was not a man to till the ground. Genesis 7.11 The same day were all the fountains of the great deep broken up, and the windows of heaven were opened, and the rain was upon the earth forty days and forty nights. Second Peter 3.1 This second epistle, beloved, I now write unto you, in both which I stir up your pure minds by way of remembrance, 
that you may be mindful of the words which were spoken before by the holy prophets, and of the commandment of us the apostles, of the Prince and Saviour, knowing this first, that there shall come in the last day scoffers, <laughs> walking after their own lusts, and saying, Where is the promise of his coming? For since the forefathers fell asleep, all things continue as they were from the beginning of the creation. Isaiah 5.19, that say, Let him make speed, and hasten his work, that we may see it, and let the counsel of the Holy One of Israel draw nigh and come, that we may know it. Jeremiah 17.15, Behold, they say unto me, Where is the word of Yahweh? Let it come now. Talking about those who lost their faith. Verse 5, For this they willingly are ignorant of, that by the word of Elohim the heavens were of old, and the earth standing out of the water and in the water, whereby the society that then was, being overflowed with water, perished. But the skies and the land, which are now, by the same word, are kept in store, reserved unto fire, against the day of judgment and perdition of ungodly men. In verse 5 it speaks of willing ignorance, Willing ignorance is the same as just believing. Just believe. Willing ignorance is believing your preacher or church over the scriptures. Willing ignorance is willingly avoiding closer examination of the word. Willing ignorance is choosing to have the truth hidden from you. Verse 8. But beloved, be not ignorant of this one thing that one day with the Master is as a thousand years, and a thousand years as one day. The Master is not slack concerning his promise, as some men count delay, but is long-suffering to usward, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. But the day of the Master will come as a thief in the night, in which the heavens shall pass away with a great noise, and the elements shall melt with fervent heat. The earth also and the works that are therein shall be burned up. Burned up. Some manuscripts have burned up. The older ones have discovered. The earth also and the works that are therein shall be discovered. Verse 11. Seeing then that all these things shall be dissolved, what manner of persons ought you be in all holy conduct and godliness, looking for and being anxious unto the coming of the day of Elohim, wherein the heavens, being on fire, shall be dissolved, and the elements shall melt with fervent heat? Nevertheless, we, according to his promise, look for new heavens and a new earth wherein dwells righteousness. Isaiah 66.22 For as the new heavens and the new earth, which I will make, shall remain before me, says Yahweh, so shall your seed and your name remain. The seed are the descendants of Jacob Israel. If the gospel is for everybody, why does scripture always identify the children of Israel? Because the Bible is not universal. It's not rated E for everybody. It's rated R for the remnant. It is the book of the generations of Adam. It's our family heritage.
Revelation 21.1 And I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth were passed away, and there was no more sea. There will not be no ocean or water? No. The sea represents people. This would be the collection of Satan's kids and those that mixed with them. Revelation 12.15 And the serpent cast out of his mouth water as a flood after the woman, that he might cause her to be carried away of the flood. The water as a flood are Satan's children and minions. The woman represents the bride, the children of Israel. It is the Jews that push race mixing to carry us away of the flood, meaning race mix us out of existence. Why do you think the programming of TV glorifies and pushes miscegenation, multiculturalism, strength and diversity, and glorifies race mixing? Because the Jews own all the networks, and they know that if they get us to race mix, then Yahweh gets no more children, and our people are destroyed for the sin of race mixing. Verse 14. Wherefore, beloved, seeing that you look for such things, meaning looking for righteousness, be diligent that you may be found of him in peace, without spot, and blameless. And account that the long-suffering of our Master is salvation, even as our beloved brother Paul also, according to the wisdom given unto him, has written unto you, as also in all his epistles, speaking in them of these things, in which are some things hard to be understood, which they that are unlearned and unstable twist and pervert, as they do also the other scriptures unto their own destruction. We lost touch with our true heritage because of deception. Now, our well-meaning preachers are just repeating the distorted and perverted doctrine of our age-old enemies, the Jews. Judeo-Christianity is the result of this. Judaism and Christianity don't mix. When white Israelites and the other races mix, the baby is a broken cistern unable to hold the spirit. Verse 17. You therefore, beloved, seeing you know these things before, beware lest you also, being led away with the error of the wicked, fall from your own steadfastness, but grow in favor and in knowledge of our Master and Savior, Yeshua Christ. To him be the honor both now and forever. Amen. 1 Peter 2.2 As newborn babes desire the sincere milk of the word, that you may grow thereby. Matthew 11.25 At that time Yeshua answered and said, I thank you, O Father, Master of heaven and earth, because you have hid these things from the wise and prudent, and have revealed them unto babes. We must have a clear and fresh new mind, as a child. Unlearn the large amount of false teaching that we are used to, and grow in understanding and truth. Judgment on False Teachers, Jude 1.5 I will therefore, because of false brethren, remind you, though you once knew this, how that Yahweh, having delivered the people out of the land of Mitzrayim, afterward destroyed them that believed not. 1 Corinthians 10.9 Neither let us tempt Christ 
as some of them also tempted, and were destroyed of serpents. Numbers 14.29 Your carcasses shall fall in this wilderness, and all that were numbered of you, according to your whole number, from twenty years old and upward, which have murmured against me. Yahweh destroyed the generation that left Egypt in the wilderness because they believed not and conformed not to the way. Psalm 106.26 Therefore he lifted up his hand against them to overthrow them in the wilderness. Don't cry, don't cry for the angels. Continuing in Jude verse 6 And the angels which kept not their first estate but left their own habitation, he has reserved in everlasting chains under darkness unto the judgment of the great day. Even as Sodom and Gomorrah and the cities about them in like manner, giving themselves over to fornication and going after strange flesh, are set forth for an example, suffering the vengeance and punishment of eternal fire. All sorts of sexual sin. Fornication is also race mixing. Strange flesh is one from another race. We don't see blue jays mixing with cardinals, wolves mixing with the dogs, bees mixing with wasps. Mixing is an abomination punishable by fire. Revelation 1.10 I was in the spirit on the day of the master and heard behind me a great voice as of a trumpet. John was in a trance, consciousness on a different plane. He received a glimpse of the day of Yahweh. Verse 11, saying, I am Alpha and Omega, the first and the last. And what you see, write in a book, and send it unto the seven assemblies which are in Asia, unto Ephesus, unto Smyrna, Pergamos, Thyatira, Sardis, Philadelphia, and unto Laodicea. And I turned to see the voice that spake with me. And being turned, I saw seven golden lampstands. And in the midst of the seven lampstands, one like unto the son of Adam, clothed with a garment down to the foot, and girt about the paps with a golden girdle. His head and his hairs were white like wool, as white as snow, and his eyes were a flame of fire, and his feet were like unto fine brass, as if they burned in a furnace, and his voice as the sound of many waters. The seven lampstands represent the assemblies. Each city named was representative of a stage in the total history of the Christian church from the time of Yeshua to his eventual return. We are currently in the last church age of Laodicea. Godlessness in the last days, 2 Timothy 3.1 This know also that in the last days difficult and dangerous times shall come, for men shall be lovers of their own selves, selfies, covetous, fond of money, boasters, oh, I'm saved, proud, showing oneself above others, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, Philippians 2.21 For all seek their own, not the things which are Yeshua Christ's. 2 Timothy 3.3 Without natural affection, love for one's own kinsmen and women, truce breakers, covenant breakers, 
False accusers. Incontinent. Lack of self-control. Fierce. Savage. Despisers of those that are good. Traitors. Heady. Reckless. High-minded. Inflated with self-conceit. Lovers of pleasures more than lovers of God. Like pork, sports, porn, and merchandise. Having a form of godliness. Piety. But denying the power thereof. The value of it. From such, turn away. Piety, veneration, respect, or reverence, fear mingled with respect, of Yahweh, and love of his character, or veneration, accompanied with love, and piety in practice, is the exercise of these affections in obedience to his will, and devotion to his service. The sects of the scribes, Sadducees, and Pharisees had a form of piety. Christ will explain, Matthew twenty-three twenty-seven. Woe unto you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites! For you are like unto whited sepulchres, which indeed appear beautiful outward, but are within full of dead men's bones, and of all uncleanness. The churches also have a form of piety. They seem like Christians, and seem to be reading from the Bible, and seem to be worshipping God, but in fact and reality are not. Verse 7. Ever learning, and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. All these 33,000 denominations of so-called Christianity, learning something every sun-god day about nothing found in Scripture, and never coming to the knowledge of the truth. Revelation 3.14 And unto the angel of the assembly of the Laodiceans write, These things says the Almain, the faithful and true witness, the beginning of the creation of Elohim. I know your works, that you are neither cold nor hot. I would that you were cold or hot. Speaking of today's churches, their heart is in the right place, but their knowledge and understanding is based on counterfeit doctrine. <coughs> Even in this ignorance, they are considered apostate. <coughs> Verse 16. So then, because you are lukewarm and neither cold nor hot, I will vomit you out of my mouth. <coughs> because you say... I am rich, and increased with goods, and have need of nothing, and know not that you are wretched, and miserable, and poor, and blind, and naked. I advise you to buy of me gold tried in the fire, that you may be rich, and white raiment that you may be clothed, and that the shame of your nakedness do not appear, and anoint your eyes with eye salve, that you may see. Isaiah 55.1 Ho, everyone that thirsteth, come ye to the waters, and he that has no money, Come you, buy, and eat. Yea, come, buy wine and milk without money and without price. Matthew 13.44 Again, the kingdom of heaven is like unto treasure hid in a field, the which, when a man has found, he hides, and for joy thereof goes and sells all that he has, and buys that field. The churches buy of their doctrine, which is but stubble in the fire. Yeshua wants you to buy of him, it is his word that is tried and true. Church doctrine is like starter fluid. Continuing Revelation 3.19 As many as I love, I rebuke and chasten. Be zealous, therefore, and repent. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man hear my voice and open the door, I will come in to him and will sup with him 
and he with me. We do not choose or accept him. It is he who calls us. Read verse 20 again. He stands at the door and knocks. This is called the divine influence. Only few answer the door, because most already invited Jaime Jesus into their hearts. Verse 21. To him that overcomes will I grant to sit with me in my throne, even as I also overcame, and am set down with my Father in his throne. He that overcometh, meaning continuing in his law, his word, learning, and living in the way, overcoming the stumbling blocks of this satanic society. Verse 22. He that has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says unto the assemblies. Laodicea is literally righteous people, from the Greek word laos and dikaios. Dikaios was understood in the Greek mind as being that which is deemed righteous by man, as opposed to hosios, which denoted that which was deemed righteous by the gods or by God. Revelation 14.9 And the third angel followed them, saying with a loud voice, If any man worship the beast and his image, and receive his mark in his forehead, or in his hand, the same shall drink of the wine of the wrath of Elohim, which is poured out without mixture into the cup of his indignation, and he shall be tormented with fire and brimstone in the presence of the holy angels and in the presence of the Lamb. And the smoke of their torment ascends up forever and ever, and they have no rest day or night who worship the beast and his image and whosoever receives the mark of his name. Here is the patience of the saints. Here are they that keep the commandments of Elohim and the faith of Yeshua. The mark of the beast is not necessarily a physical mark. The people described in Revelation chapter 13 were those who were trapped under the power of the papacy. The mark of the beast is simply being incorporated into the Jewish matrix of deceit a citizen of Mystery Babylon. We are trapped under this mark today. Birth certificates, driver's license, social security number, bank accounts, credit cards, usury, immunizations, on and on. The mark you need to accept is the obedience and allegiance to the way, the mark of a true Christian. Psalm 3737, Mark the perfect man, and behold the upright, for the end of that man is peace. 2 Corinthians 1.22 who has also sealed us and given us the down payment of the Spirit in our hearts. Revelation 18.4 And I heard another voice from heaven saying, Come out of her, my people, that you be not partakers of her sins, and that you receive not of her plagues. For her sins have reached unto heaven, and Elohim has remembered her injustices. It is evident that the current world system will come crashing down upon those who worship the beast. The ones who are aware of the beast system and who runs it separate themselves from it so that when it does come down, they do not suffer its punishments. Verse 8, Therefore shall her plagues come in one day, death and mourning and famine, and she shall be utterly burned with fire. 
For strong is Yahweh Elohim who judges her. Revelation 19.11 And I saw heaven opened, and behold a white horse, and he that sat upon him was called Faithful and True, and in righteousness he does judge and make war. Yeshua returns as judge, jury, and executioner. But I thought God was love. His eyes were as a flame of fire, and on his head were many crowns, and he had a name written that no man knew but he himself. And he was clothed with a vesture dipped in blood, and his name is called the Word of Elohim. And the armies which were in heaven followed him upon white horses, clothed in fine linen, white and clean. And out of his mouth went a sharp sword, that with it he should smite the nations, and he shall rule them with a rod of iron, and he treads the winepress of the fierceness and wrath of Almighty Elohim. And he had on his vesture and on his thigh a name written, King of Kings and Sovereign of Sovereigns. And I saw an angel standing in the sun, and he cried with a loud voice, saying to all the fowls that fly in the midst of the sky, Come, and gather yourselves together unto the supper of the great God, that you may eat the flesh of kings, and the flesh of captains, and the flesh of mighty men, and the flesh of horses, and of them that sit on them, and the flesh of all, free and bond, both small and great. And I saw the beast, and the kings of the earth, and their armies, gathered together to make war against him that sat on the horse, and against his army. And the beast was taken, and with him the false prophet that wrought miracles before him, with which he led astray them that had received the mark of the beast, and them that worshipped his image. These both were cast alive into the lake of fire, burning with brimstone. Revelation 20, verse 4, And I saw thrones, and they that sat upon them, and judgment was given unto them. And I saw the souls of them that were beheaded for the witness of Yahshua, and for the word of Elohim, and which had not worshipped the beast, neither his image, neither had received his mark upon their foreheads or in their hands. And they lived and reigned with Christ a thousand years, but the rest of the dead lived not again until the thousand years were finished. This is the first resurrection. In the manuscripts, verse 5 here contains only the words, This is the first restoration. Resurrection is not the correct word here. The beginning of verse 5 is an addition to the manuscripts, which found its way into certain texts after the 9th century AD. A Catholic scribe and commentator Andreas of Caesarea added it. The thousand years occurred from roughly 800 to 1800 AD. This was the time of the Byzantine Empire, the longest standing Christian society which flourished because the Jews were not allowed to teach, hold office, own banks, or slaves, and they were not allowed to pollute the people with their propaganda and satanic Jewish values. Yay! The First Restoration, the 1800s, the Industrial Revolution, population explosion, technology, and white Christian Israelites spreading the gospel. Verse 6, 
blessed and holy is he that has part in the first restoration. On such the second death has no power, but they shall be priests of Elohim and of Christ, and shall reign with him a thousand years. The word certainly exploded, and Christianity grew during the thousand years. Those that were a part of spreading and receiving the gospel will not see the second death. In other words, those who have died during the Reformation, warring for Christ, have their reward waiting for them when he returns. Verse 7, And when the thousand years are expired, Satan and his Jewish children shall be loosed out of his prison, and shall go out and deceive the nations which are in the four quarters of the earth, Gog and Magog, to gather them together to battle, the number of whom is as the sand of the sea. This has already happened, and is the very reason why all the nations of the world are deceived and under the control of the international Jew today. This process began with the de Medici popes and the acceptance of usury by Christendom, and culminated when the Jew was finally emancipated in Europe at the time of the French Revolution and Napoleon Bonaparte. Satan's kids were held in check. The Jews and their usury kept apart from Christians for a thousand years. Now, with his emancipation, the Jew was free to go out and deceive the nations with his cries for liberty, equality, and fraternity, which today have all the third world nations threatening the very existence of the white Christian race. Verse 9, And they went up on the breadth of the earth, and compassed the camp of the saints about, and the beloved city, and fire came down from Elohim out of heaven, and devoured them. And the devil and his Jewish children that deceived them was cast into the lake of fire and brimstone, where the beast and the false prophet are, and shall be tormented day and night forever and ever. If you can't see that the Jews own and run the world, then the Jews have done their job. If you identify as a trans-Gentile, then you have been deceived. If you think the churches are Christian and Jesus is a Jew, then you believe in delusions. If you don't wake up and smell the pew you are sitting in, then you also will be cast into the lake of fire. Revelation 21.5 And he that sat upon the throne said, Behold, I make all things new. And he said unto me, Write, for these words are true and faithful. And he said unto me, It is done. I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. I will give unto him that is a thirst of the fountain of the water of life freely. He that overcometh shall inherit all things, and I will be his Elohim, and he shall be my son. But the fearful, and unbelieving, and the abominable, and the murderers, and whoremongers, and sorcerers, and idolaters, and all liars, shall have their part in the lake which burns with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. The second death is the final death after judgment. You better lean on some true knowledge and understanding before Yahshua returns, or your toast.
From the Shepherd of Hermas, Vision 3, verse 73. As for the rest of the stones which you saw cast afar off from the tower, and running in the way, and tumbled out of the way into desert places, they are such as have believed indeed, but through their doubting have forsaken the true way, thinking that they could find a better. But they wander and are miserable, going into desolate ways. The churches believe, but just not in the truth. They have forsaken the true way, and put their hope in the path to salvation their churches teach, which leads to the lake of fire. Verse 74 Then for those stones which fell into the fire and were burnt, they are those who have forever departed from the living God, nor does it ever come into their hearts to repent, by reason of the affection which they bear to their lusts and wickednesses which they commit. Vision 4, verse 19 Go therefore, and relate to the elect of God the great things that he hath done for you. And you shall say unto them, that this beast is the figure of the trial that is about to come. If therefore, you shall have prepared yourselves, you may escape it, if your heart be pure and without spot, and if you shall serve God all the rest of your days without complaint. But your heart cannot be pure if Jaime Jesus is in it. And you must prepare yourself for the trial that is about to come, not pack for the rapture plane. The rapture is for the wicked. Verse 21. Cast all your cares upon Yahweh, and he will direct them. Believe in God, you doubtful, because he can do all things, he can both turn away his wrath from you, and send you help and security. Woe to the doubtful, to those who shall hear these words, and shall despise them, it had been better for them that they had not been born. Then I asked her concerning the four colors which the beast had upon its head. But she answered me, saying, Again you are curious in that you ask concerning these things. But I said to her, Lady, show me what they are. Here, said she, The black which you saw denotes the world in which you dwell. The fiery and bloody color signifies that this age must be destroyed by fire and blood. Luke 11.51 from the blood of Abel unto the blood of Zacharias, which perished between the altar and the temple. Verily I say unto you, it shall be required of this race. Yeshua was speaking to the Jewish scribes and Pharisees. Hebrews 12.29 For our Elohim is a consuming fire.